welcome to the Zwift SBS podcast. Zwift is the fitness app that turns indoor riding into a game. Explore endless roads, race riders from all over the world, and boost your fitness with monthly training plans and structured workouts. Join the world's training playground where fun is fast. Go to Zwift.com and start your free trial. Bonjour, 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 and uh, welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we start, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cyclingcentral, or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Joining me, it's him, Dave it, McKenzie. It's me, I'm here. <laughs> You're still here. It's good to be back, even <laughs> though, you know what I just worked out? Just a small thing, I've worked out. I get bonjour off you at least four times a day. Four times a day, Couch Peloton. He <laughs> says it three times in the intro. Very polite of you when I see you for the first time of the day. Bonjour, David. Four times times 21. So I, I get to the halfway mark. <laughs> I need the rest, eh? You know, I, I, I love it. Is, is that really an issue? Is that your biggest issue <laughs> well, of the by day? day 18, we're, we're up to about 60-odd times. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm, it's good to be back. Good to hear that TDF music once Oh, again. yeah. But we love that. Absolutely. And then we've got a great guest with us. He's in the waiting room in our green room. Again, he's making himself a coffee, but he's going to make us something. It's, of course, Gabriel Gatte will be with us a little bit later on. Uh, so if you have any questions for him, any comments, uh, whatever you think you want, to say or ask to Gabriel, uh, please leave your comments in a box below somewhere here uh, and then we'll try to go through uh, some of them during the, uh, the broadcast a bit later on. We are live so therefore uh, we will see what's coming up as, as questions and everything. Big guns. You're bringing the big guns. Wow. That's huge. And I know he's, he's, he's already preparing something like this for us so uh, that's going to be Awesome. What a stage we had yesterday it was chaotic. It was, you know, a lot of nervous. It was really nervous. Yeah. What did you make of that stage? Yeah, look, it was a, it was a brutally uh, sort of nervous day, as you say, right on the edge of the seats for all of the riders. Even at times when, as a fan, you might say, oh, it's relatively easy, pretty calm. It wasn't. It was nervous the whole stage. And the number of crashes proved that. We saw them, didn't we, throughout yeah. the stage. And Unfortunately, a couple of casualties as well that didn't make it through. Um, David F. Formolo, one of them, broke his collarbone. He how, made it to the finish, though. How painful was this? Like I, I done my uh, collarbone. Uh, I done my collarbone a few yeah. months ago, uh, but I can feel the pain he was on because uh, he was really crouching on the bike, you know. Yeah. But that guy, we'll talk about pain a bit later on. But mm. uh, he went to the end. Formolo yeah, finished, finished the, the stage. I know oh, that was that was yeah that was. Really disappointing thing because remember he won that stage in the Dolphine, a long solo break. So he was in great form, good support for Tade Pogacar. So that's going to be a blow for them. But the other one, Sam Buley, the Kiwi. Yeah. Uh, we've only got two Aussies, so we've sort of uh, we've adopted a couple of the Kiwis as well, and now we've lost one. That's a real shame. It was his debut Tour de France as well. Yeah. So he crashed, and it, that was a really nasty crash. And I tell you what, they were lucky not to lose Esteban Chavez. Oh, yeah. That he crash hit the was... deck and looked as bad, but just the way he rolled, Chavez, he was like a little ball. Yeah. He ended up in the ditch. They both did, but Billy was worse off. So he fractured his wrist. So that's a real pity for him. Yeah. We've got a winner, though, on that stage. We've uh, got a winner. Sam Bennett, uh, green jersey with red eyes. And I'm going to tell you why. You're loving I'm, that, aren't you? I'm loving it. I have did it before <laughs> with a yellow jersey and red eyes when Philippe won and dedicated his win to his father that passed away uh, late in June. But this is more about, you know, how 
much pain Sam uh, Bennett went through to get to that win. Let's listen to uh, Sam Bennett that was straight after his win. He's not realizing yet that he's won this first uh, stage for him. Uh, I don't think it's hit me uh, because I forgot to throw the bike at the line in the moment and I thought he, he might have got me and uh, it, it hasn't hit me. I thought that I'd I thought I'd be in the floods of tears, but I'm just kind of, I'm in shock. <laughs> you've won. I'm telling you, you've won. Um, Been waiting for this such a long time. Yeah. Uh, I just want to thank everyone that's been involved. Just want to thank uh, the whole team and uh, Patrick for giving me this opportunity. And uh, just everybody he took to get to here. And uh, I want to thank my wife and everyone around me. Sorry. Uh, no, don't worry. I mean... Why, yeah, it, why is it so emotional? Because it was so hard to get? Yeah, just, uh, I, uh, you know, you dream of it and you never think it'll happen. And it does and uh, it did. And I don't know, it just, it took me, yeah, it took me a while for it to hit me. And oh, man. Do you think you could take us through that, that final straight, that battle with Caleb Ewan? Yeah, I didn't. I thought maybe. I was, I was waiting to go and uh, yeah, I thought maybe I was late, waiting too late and then I went and uh, I thought maybe I was in too big a gear and uh, I, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> it's even more special than you were expecting maybe. Yeah, sorry, I don't, I don't mean to be a cry baby. Congratulations, thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Seriously. Stop, uh, it. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Don't. But, okay, you've tried. You, I know what you're but, trying but, to do. Let, let's explain one thing. Part of my job is to be ruthless <laughs> with all the interviews and uh, cut them so that they're quite punchy. I could not cut this one. No, it no, you impossible. just had to let it run. You know, you it's two minutes. But I mean, don't we love the Irish? You got. You just. Have you have you been to Ireland? Uh, no, they I are, haven't. They're a beautiful country, beautiful people, and honestly, you you see that. I just want to go down to the pub and have a Guinness. I know. We're going to do that on our lunch break. Oh, no, we're not. No, we're not. We're, we're in Melbourne. We're not. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. <laughs> we can't go anywhere within the five kilometre radius. In fact, no, how say, good is say, that? Seriously, yeah. when we look at this, you know, you've been a rider. You yeah. know how much pain. You've been a sprinter as well. Yeah. You know how much pain he has gone through. And I'm not talking on the last kilometre or that stage. All his life to go up to here. Yeah. Tell us what it means for an Irishman, you know, an Irish, but you know the statistics. But tell us what it, it means for a rider to just arrive to this. Well, he, yeah, he's been a long time coming to, to get to the Tour de France. He, he, sorry, he's ridden the Tour de France before, but that was really early on in his career and he just wasn't quite at the level. Then he got to the level and he was on Bora Arnsgrohe, the team of Sagan. They kept skipping him from the tour. They'd put him in the Giro. He won stages there. They put him in the Vuelta. He won stages there. Last year, he should have been at the Tour de France. They still didn't pick him. That's when he decided to leave. He said, I've got to get to a team. I'm ready to win stages. So then you get there and then you have all that expectation. De Kooning Quick Step, they are prolific winners. They win all the time, every time. So there was pressure mounting on him. We're stage 10. This is like Caleb Ewan last year. You know, getting so desperate and then you get that win and the emotion just overflows and yeah. we saw that and said Piquet 
I mean, he he, he actually does great interviews. Yeah. He's raced radio for the Tour de France as well, and you could just see he could see the the moment there for Bennett, and it was it was beautiful, wasn't it? And and isn't it ironic that that the team owner of De Kunic Quickstep's name he's Belgian, by the way, but his name is Patrick. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how Irish can you get? <laughs> but also, uh, so he gets a, the green jersey, so yeah. he's a green puppet of the day. Uh, so that's Sam Bennett here. I. Will he get this up to Paris? He will bring that fight to Paris. That's, he, that's for sure. He, you, you are dead right on that. He will take that fight, I think, all the way to Paris now because we've got mountainous stages, not rolling hill stages where Sagan can get away. He will He will start to think about green, I think. yeah. Even now that he's just got that one stage, he knows there's only two more opportunities. So he will start to mark Peter Sagan. Yeah, absolutely. this is going to be a great battle, I think. Do you know what um, Alain Philippe said on the, the French coverage after the, the stage? He said uh, we, they will look after uh, Bennett, but uh, they actually said he's a rider that needs probably a little bit more TLC than others. He loves to have the the support of his crew. Yeah, he's in, he's in the right. He's in the right team. The no, yeah, solid. yeah, yeah. He and and now that he's got that win, uh, they're going to back him in even more. You know, they'll back him in to cover Sagan. They will try and annoy Peter Sagan. He's had a frustrating sort <laughs> I of I like tour. this. They try to annoy Peter yeah, Sagan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just poking, just Poke jabbing, him. you know, throughout the stage. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so close, no cigar for uh, Caleb. Yeah. Uh, let's have a listen to Caleb. He went straight after the stage. Um, yeah, it was super stressful. All the way, you know, all the way from the start. Um, there was so much stress from you know all the GC teams. Obviously, they want to keep their riders uh, yeah out of the wind and out of the splits. And uh, obviously, yeah, the sprinters also want to do the same. So when the whole bunch has the same interest in mind to, to all be at the front, then it makes it very stressful. And uh, yeah, we saw a lot of crashes. Um, I think it split yeah, a few times during the stage, especially yeah, in the end there. Um, so yeah, all in all, it was uh, yeah, quite a stressful day. We knew the, the bunch had split then, so we knew the bunch wasn't so big, but yeah, the, I mean, didn't change too much because we had to obviously be the front coming into the sprints. Um, I lost my main lead-out guy here, Jasper, um, to a mechanical. Um, so then I knew I had to really just surf the bunch uh, by myself. So, uh, yeah, I had a few of the big guys with me to, to get me out of trouble if I needed it. But, yeah, I think I'm quite good at going through the bunch by myself. And uh, that's why I did. I followed Bennett most of the day. But obviously there was a lot of fight for his wheel because he had a, a good lead-out there. Um, but yeah, in the end, I, I had the wheel that I wanted. Quite interesting what he says here because he followed Bennett all the day. He's quite good to be on his own mm. at, uh, in, in, uh, in the bunch. Um, it's quite positive for Caleb going forward. But like you mentioned, he hasn't got that many opportunities There's, left. He's got two more opportunities, really, realistically, to, to equal his tally last year. It doesn't matter if he doesn't. Yeah. But there'll be a bit of him that would think, I won three last year. I want to try and match that. Um, but uh, he didn't say that there, but I did read another quote from him saying, disappointed, might have actually been a tweet, disappointed, but really wrapped from my mate, my good mate, Sam Bennett. So yeah. that just shows the the camaraderie and, and the, the the level of Sam Bennett. The uh, I've interviewed him a few times and chatted with him off mic. He seems like just a genuinely, yeah. quietly spoken, nice guy. And then look at him, he's ruthless in the 
in the sprint. So all in all, you know, I think Caleb was pretty happy with his ride. Absolutely. Uh, coming up in a in a minute will be uh, uh, Gabriel Gatte. He's joining us. He's waiting uh, patiently uh, in the green room. If you have any comment or question, you oh. can actually uh, put them in the box below. We're going to have our own cooking segment moving we, forward. We, uh, no, don't, don't know about have you told the boss that? Have you told the boss that? Uh, cooking segment? She's watching, I think. Uh, she might get some ideas. I'm not sure. Or I might get a phone call. I don't know. <laughs> Look, it's pretty simple. It, it, nothing sophisticated. Just butter and cream. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. But that's coming up <laughs> after this last segment that we have. Roglic is safe and sound. Pretty solid, Roglic. It was a good day. They rode, they rode super, super smart. Look, they he got his team to ride at the front as well. And so they spent a bit more energy, but they rode like a super team, a team that really wants to hang on to this yellow and will not take any risks at all on days like that. So they were faultless, really. And Wout van Aert, he sacrificed his chances in the sprint finish to basically protect Roglic and, and keep him at the front. So all in all, a good day for them. I've listened to uh, Piroz Roglic. Could be also easier, I think, uh, with some uh, different stage. But uh, uh, yeah, it was a uh, quite nervous and stressful uh, stage, definitely, from the start. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, all the way to the finish. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, the, with the team we managed it uh, really good. Uh, the guys uh, did really, uh, really good job, and uh, I think uh, we can be happy at the end of the stage and uh, looking off uh, to the next ones. Uh, I always say, as long as you are healthy and in one piece, quite a lot of things is possible. So uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, it's uh, j- just really uh, important uh, to to be there and watch out. I like to talk about Slovenia. Uh, Slovenia is on the the top of the the cycling planet right now. How do you explain that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can explain. I think we uh, that uh, we have two million people and uh, they are all just top athletes. Huh? <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, it's crazy. Huh? Uh, I think uh, especially uh, for, for us because uh, before uh, uh, yeah, we were probably... We are riding the bikes, of course, but uh, not uh, really uh, with uh, such a results than uh, now me and today. And uh, I'm just thankful uh, that, uh, that we are able to, to write the history of Slovenian cycling somehow. There we go. Uh, Primoz uh, Roglic. Uh, we had a bit of a laugh. It's not very often we hear him laughing because usually he's pretty straightforward. Yes. Yeah, almost sem- borderline bored. Yeah, well, he was still like, oh, yeah, it's a tough day. Yeah, it's, you know, I'm wearing the yellow jersey in the biggest race in the world. Eh? It's hard. <laughs> Seb Piquet tried his best to get a bit more out of, um, uh, out of Roglic. But look, that's just the character that he is. Yeah. And again, he comes across like a real gentleman as well. Yeah. Roglic is a really, we've got a good crop. I think, yeah, of, I of think cyclists. Yeah. Really good crop, not just this year, but just the current generation. I yeah. think they're respectful. Um, you know, they're, they're, they might not give us all the time what you want. You want excitement from the yeah. riders. They're not all actors. They're not all, they don't, not all of them want to be on, on camera all the time. But you know what? I think they're a really good bunch of guys. Yeah, absolutely. Let's have a look at the uh, GC, Le Classement mm. in French. Uh, the riders, so the top 10 of... Uh, you know, the competition so far. Uh, Roglic, it's still leading the bunch, but uh, still 21 seconds to Bernal. Uh, Guillaume Martin is third at 28 seconds. What do you make of that? Uh, Who is Guillaume Martin, you <laughs> ask? Well, well, you he's watch a leading Frenchman. Frenchman. <laughs> he's the leading Frenchman. I, actually, what we're on him, uh, Bernardino was in a French broadcast mm-hmm. yesterday, and he talked about uh, Guillaume Martin, and he said, you know what? He cannot win the Tour de France playing the same game as Roglic. It's either we see fire from him 
from the, the end of this week or he's not going to podium. Does, that, does the Badger realise it's not 1985 <laughs> anymore? Come on, come on. Does he know anything about cycling? <laughs> yeah. He's won five. I think he knows a fair bit. But yeah. he makes a good point on saying, mm. you know what, the Tour de France hasn't even started for Guillaume Martin. He's right he, about that. And he's going to play his card toward the end of the week. So the fire should be coming up on the stages there. I said... Gabriel Gatte was going to come. I want to just quickly change something, but then we'll have time with Gabriel in a sec. But I want to talk about your orange jersey. Here. Ah, yes, 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 yes. If you if you can't recognise who it is, Tom Scoins, Latvian rider for Trek Segafredo. Why did he get it? Well, I tell you what, we talk about how tough cyclists are, and and, and compared to say soccer players, I mean. You know, they're paid five times as much, and they get a little scratch on their knee, and they're calling for a red card, but. Cyclists, this is why they are so special. Let's just watch this clip, shall we, of Tom Scorns on the massage table post-stage. He hit the deck pretty damn hard. He had skin off everywhere. Jersey, Nick's torn, but this is what he had to say. Uh, I feel okay, actually. Um, the only thing that worries me is my knee, because um, I hit it pretty bad. But, uh, I mean, I finished the stage, so hopefully it's not that sore that I cannot start tomorrow. Could you talk us through the injuries you have? Uh, a lot of road rash, mostly on my left side, but just a tiny little bit on my butt cheek on my right side. So sleeping won't be much fun? No, sleeping should not be a problem, actually. I can't sleep on both my sides, so now I'll be sleeping mostly on my right side. In his head, where he's thinking, is, why are you even talking to me about this? It's, it's no just problem. Just a little flesh wound. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like... it. But that's how tough these guys are. And yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. we have a great guest coming up with us tomorrow in a podcast. Stay tuned because we'll talk about how tough athletes are and athletes are. And we make a relationship between a nosy sport and is the iconic rules sport i said it mm. uh and so afl and then cycling that's going to be very interesting coming up yeah we'll be, we'll be, yeah. Uh, but yeah that's, that's why scones gets my orange jersey just the attitude of him she'll be right you know yeah. skin off everywhere um but i'll be fine so i love it i love the attitude and yeah. uh he'll bounce back and and richie port needs him yeah absolutely time. absolutely big Sigh of relief. The boss here said cooking segment. Good. So we are right. to go. Gabriel Gatte is joining us here, waiting patiently in his kitchen. How are you, Gabriel? Bonjour, 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 <laughs> bonjour, tout le monde. Bonjour. This is the plat du Tesla Tour. Today we are going to cook some crap, some crepe. How are you? Uh, fantastic. <laughs> I've just, Gabrielle, I, get, I was just saying to Christophe, I have to hear bonjour four times a day for 23 days. Now you've just added to that tally. I think there was five or six there. Come on. Seriously. Nobody wants a bad day. Everybody wants a bonjour. Exactly. I love exactly. it. Thank I you. Team bonjour. Hashtag team bonjour. Uh, Gabriel, thank you for, for joining us. Uh, uh, and I think you've got something special for us because I've mentioned that yesterday the stage was as flat as a crepe. And then you've got something for us. And today it's no crap. It is crepe. Well, yeah, it is exactly. a crepe. It's really a pleasure to um, thank you, SBS, for asking me to to be your guest. Thank you very much, Maka and uh, the French attaché. You are doing a fabulous job. Uh, today I have created a dish just for you because I think we need to do that. And I think it is the it is to be the dish of the 2022. And I have given it a special name. It's called Croix Crêpe. Croix crêpe, because the it croix is. Crêpe. Is that? Well, 
It is a croissant in a crepe. Woohoo! What you show, do, show us what it is. You cook some pancakes, okay? A little bit of flour, egg, milk, you know, we start together. You strain it and you cook the pancake in a non-stick pan. And they need to be very thin. You see, this, this is a French crepe. It is, uh, there is no self-raising flour, so it is thin. And so I need one or two per person. Croissant, you get the best croissant you can, okay? Then you cut it in half, and then you, each half you toast. So it's getting, getting nice. So the pancake is slightly warm, okay? And you have got half a croissant per, per person. Now, to the base of my, cre uh, my crepe, I add some jam, and this is a jam that I have made. It's a pineapple and popo jam. I am sick of the boring jams we get, <laughs> of, of the strawberries and, you know, the same thing, the same flavor. I love it. I love it. So you make your own jam, yeah. Yeah, I make popo, my own jam. And pineapple is exotic. So this is the French part of Numea that we have got in the crepe. So a little bit of that amazing popo and pineapple um, jam, a little bit of cream or melted butter. There is always room for cream. I love it. People are going to complain. My, my arteries are struggling already to cope, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. I'm going to push forward. But people are going to complain there's not enough butter, but there is butter uh, for the crepe also in the croissant. So the level yeah. of butter is relatively high today, yeah? You can, you can brush with melted butter if you want. <laughs> if you want only a little bit more cream, because that was the, the first time was under the croissant. Now it's over the croissant. A little bit more jam. And then we fold the crepe like that. Here we are. You turn it over, put a little bit of slivered almonds that have been toasted, and a little bit of icing sugar. And voila. Now, Et voilà. you, now, this is, you can see, it's a lovely dish. But if you're Australian, of course, you need to finish it with a bit of tomato sauce. <laughs> oh, no, you've just butchered it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, what is that? Sacré bleu. Who has put some tomato sauce on my Tomo is saying, can this become can this become a, a regular segment? This could become a regular <laughs> segment. <laughs> I think definitely. The tomato just, sauce actually just idea. finished it off. Uh, anyway, geez. thank you, Gabs, uh, for this. Uh, very quick question, actually. Actually, it's Francois. It's not Gab here. It's not Gabriel. <laughs> it's Francois. <laughs> okay. uh, Francois is uh, Gabriel Gatti's brother. I am his brother, but... I, I don't cook as well as him, but I've learned a lot of from him. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the journey, Gabrielle, because to me, you were one of the original celebrity chefs to grace television. You know, people don't realise that. When you look back now, we look at there's a celebrity chef every five minutes on TV, but back when you started at the Tour de France, that's what you were, and we didn't, we didn't sort of associate it with that but we associate you with the Tour de France. What's the journey been like for you? Well, I have been a chef now for um, next month for 49 years. And I have been on television in Australia since 1978. But, and all my life, uh, I have loved the Tour de France. Okay, in, um, in 70, what was it? 
seven, when I was about uh, 15, 16, I saw Eddie Merckx on the side of the road, which was very exciting. He was at the front, of course. Um, for me, the journey of Tesla too has been wonderful because like you guys, when, when we can be in France, uh, it is exciting to move from one place to another. It's very hard work, but it is so charming to arrive in a village, to be in the middle of uh, where there is a market, to to see the bars, to sit at the terrace of a restaurant late in the evening for you guys. It was a bit earlier for us. Um, and for me to be able to express uh, many things I love, the cycling, the food, and France, which is an amazing country for food, uh, the journey has been has been really good. I have enjoyed what I've been doing. A, a lot of people don't realize, I wouldn't know, and actually I don't know this either. What part of France are you from originally? I am from the Loire Valley. So basically we're uh, not very far from uh, La Rochelle and Lille de Ré, ah. where uh, the tour was last night in, in that part. It's a region that I know very well. So it's called Anjou and it's the Loire Valley. It's not far from the Atlantic. Um, not far from the chateaus. It's a, it's a beautiful region, great food. The fish what, from the river. What's the, what's the dish of the region? Oh, the dish of the region is, used to be the, the wild salmon, Atlantic salmon from the river, served with a beurre blanc sauce, which is a, an amazing sauce. But there's also some uh, white wine. There's the, the muscadet. There's some Sauvignon blanc. There's some... Um, Chenin Blanc, it's a, it's a great region for food and wine. How, how is this Tour de France been for you? Uh, and I, what, what do you like about the new, yeah, the new life of the program, I would say? Well, I need to be very careful what I say because Guillaume is, uh, is much bigger than me. He's a rugby player. <laughs> he had a few more questions, yeah. <laughs> he's a, well, first we know he's a, he's a wonderful chef and he's very passionate and you can see that through the segment. I really love uh, the graphic, what they have done at the beginning with the plat du tour, le plat du jour. Um, so, and I think they have done a really good job in production because, like you guys, you know, like it's uh, it was almost a last minute thing. You know, we need to do something in Australia where it should have been in France, uh, you know, in the markets and with the producers. So, I think that uh, the replacement is great. And, and those that really you know, love me and may be missing me for a little while, you know, nothing is permanent in the same way as, you know, when I see uh, Robbie and, uh, and, and Matthew uh, presenting and everything else, it's, you know, uh, we all have a turn and it's, uh, it's really good that it is a Frenchman doing it rather than maybe someone that will not do, know France as much as, as the French people do. Absolutely. Look, uh, we're going to leave you there, but we got a message from uh, Tomo. He's saying he's missing Gabriel Gatte. will always be part of the Tour de France family. Your legacy will never be lost. Tomo, always some nice words for you. Thank you very much, Tomo. Thank you. Thank you. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. I think when, and just, I've, I'm going to book us in once we open back up in Melbourne, Gabriel. I'll, I'll quite happily have lunch with my two favorite Frenchmen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's Am I a, coming? Or is it yeah, coming? Okay. yeah. Oh, oh, he can come too. Yeah, he can come too. Christophe okay. can come as well. Thank you, Gabriel. Merci. Ooh, that was uh, intense. Uh, that was to great. Tomato sauce or red sauce or ketchup <laughs> oh, or whatever. I love, on a crepe. I love. No, I think. And it, even his brother. Cheeky. Yeah. He's, his brother's it's cheeky, cheeky, isn't he? Do you know what? Like, uh, people are not too happy in the comments. I think like, you're not happy about uh, François. <laughs> Come in, he says, uh, Maca, not happy with François. <laughs> he was a bit cheeky. Yeah. He was trying to steal the show. 
we invited Gabriel. We didn't invite his brother. I think you don't like the authority. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's that's where we are. Anyway, stage eleven. There's still some cycling going on. I uh, know. Uh, We've gone out of our food segment. <laughs> Gee, we better try and get used to this. Just yeah, to, yeah anyway, absolutely. It works. Uh, stage eleven. What's ahead of us? Shall we have a look at the map? We are heading to Poitiers. Uh, Poitiers, I believe it's the uh, land of the FDG team. Uh, well, that's where we spoke with someone. I won't give it away. Well, yet. you can. It's Lauren Kitchen. Lauren Kitchen. Okay, <laughs> I'll give it away. Uh, but that, yeah, that might come in a, in a later podcast once mm. we are looking at uh, a bit more of the uh, Giro Rosa and, yep. and uh, carry on our great look at uh, women cycling. But uh, yeah, she is uh, near Poitiers. She yeah. actually said in the interview, which we pre-recorded, uh, that she said that uh, the Tour de France goes, you know, really, really close, almost past the doorstep. What do you make of that stage? Well, it's a flat stage. It's a day for the sprinters. There's a tiny little uphill rise at the end, but I don't think it'll matter too much. So on paper, yes, sprinters will win, and they will win because it's the second last chance. The next time they get to sprint, according to the map or what I look at, is the Champs-Élysées. So it's all mountains between now and then. A couple of rolling days, but there'll be days for the opportunists. So once again, you'll see Caleb Bjorn and you'll see that green jersey battle continue okay. with Bennett and Sagan. Jean-Pierre Ronco is asking a question. Is he? Is there any chance for a breakaway today? No, I don't believe so. Simple answer? No, sprinters teams will control it based on what I just said, the fact that they have very few, they have two opportunities left, so they won't they won't waste these ones. They'll um they won't let a break stay away. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Sorry, I hope to be party. <laughs> no, but I thought it's good because for my tipping competition, I wanted to go on a, a bit of a smoky little breakaway. I I'm should have notes. led you down the garden path as well as all our other colleagues yeah. who are listening. <laughs> I'm making notes here, you yeah, know. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so no breakaway. Okay, I'll have yeah. to look at the sprinters. Mm. Uh, it was a great show. It was good. Good to have Gabs on. Absolutely. Great to have him on. I'm oh. going to. I'm going to. Try. I want the crepe and the croissant <laughs> with the. I was thinking maple syrup, actually. Yeah, I thought you had maple syrup. And he was like, oh, chocolate <laughs> tomato sauce. sauce. Tomato sauce. That's just, that's just plain nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you can keep uh, putting your comments in the box uh, below because we read them all, believe it or not. Uh, but before we go, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash central, or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Until next time, tomorrow, same place, same time. It's bye for now. Before we go, a quick shout out to Zwift, the fitness app that turns indoor riding into a game. Getting started on Zwift is easy. All you need is a bike, a trainer, and the Zwift app, and you're ready to go. Explore endless roads, race riders from all over the world, and boost your fitness with monthly training plans and structured workouts. Join the world's training playground, where fun is fast. Go to Zwift.com and start your free trial.